I'm not a screamer. You're not a screamer. Babe. Okay. Anyway. You're a screamer. Let's go. Let's continue. Let's continue. Go. Edit that out, Ray. Poor um, Ray. <laughs> Poor Ray. Seriously. Hello and welcome to the How Married Are You podcast. I am Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we are talking about parental PDAs in front of your children today. I really just want to be able to look at you. I know it's, it's kind of awkward because we're talking in these different directions, kind of. But what if we just looked here? Hi. Why do you want to do a podcast? Because I like talking to you and it just means I get to spend time with you. Um, this was your idea, though, right? Why did you say K? I I just thought it was gonna be a little bit more to answer. Oh well, I mean, originally I wanted to do a podcast that encouraged women, um, but then the idea of doing it with you just was a lot more fun. I totally agree. All right, so we're doing this podcast, uh, kind of like just as a way to kind of spend time together and um. There are actually a lot of reasons why I feel like we just need to talk out some of our issues with parenting in life, not so much with each other. Not that we don't have issues with each other. We have issues for sure, but I mean, I feel like we can talk about that stuff here, but it's not that's not why we're starting to like talk mm-hmm. about our own issues. We're mm-hmm. just we just need kind of like a safe place to be us and we don't want we want to add another element to the belief in fatherhood experience. Right? And uh what I learned going to Gary Vee's voice con and all that like is that I need to be a little bit more focused on the voice aspect. Um, yeah, and so, sorry. <laughs> and so, babe, you have a topic that we are going to discuss. Okay. So, we recently had, can I like move it over so I can look at you and talk? Can we do like, is this going to work? If it's like sideways? There we go. All right, right babe. Yeah, we have to continue because remember, this is just, people are just listening. Okay. So, um, so basically, recently we had an incident with our oldest. Yes. Are we, are we going to start there? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, we recently had an incident with our oldest where he was at a friend's house and they were playing um, husband and wife and... The friend was a girl boy. The friend was a female, and Raya Bo was there as well, and Raya Bo was his son, and um, the girl was the wife, and Theo was the husband, and uh, basically, husband and wife got intimate and kissed each other on the lips. Yeah, and they were like under the covers too. Yeah, and so I was just like, man, I don't know where he gets that, where he, they got that from like where did that come from and the only thing I could think of is that they see their parents as husband and wife being affectionate with one another and they think oh we need to like you know yeah duplicate this experience and so um I began to wonder because they don't watch anything like that on television so my thing is like are we being too affectionate in front of our children so that was my question, basically. Like, because I think we have determined in our minds that we're going to be intentional about our kids seeing each other 
Ugh. Yeah, you got to speak right into the mic. You can't. Okay, got it. We are going to be intentional about our children seeing us be affectionate to one another. And so my question, I guess, is like, or the topic of discussion is, is there a scale on which that's too far or too little? You know what I mean? Yeah, so you took, you were on Instagram so I went you did on, a poll. Yes, on right. Instagram, I asked several questions. Let me pull it up really quick. Um, and the first question I asked was, were your parents affectionate with each other in front of you growing up? And the overwhelming response was no. 63% of the people polled said no. 37% said yes. I feel that's a little sad. And what's 473 plus 800? That's 1,263. You're the math. Or something like that. I don't know. Okay, so that's out of 1,200 people. So that's like over 1,200 people that were polled. Okay. And so I feel like that's a lot of people to say no. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm not talking to the mic. You are. I just want people to be able to see your face, too, who are watching on Patreon or whatever. Hello. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was like, okay, so that's interesting to know. And then my next question was on, um, I had like a scale and the scale said, okay, so how affectionate were they? Did they just hug and kiss in front of you? Or did they maybe have an occasional grabbing of the rear end in front of you? Or were your parents the type of parents that would be like, okay, there's a sock on the door, you know what that means, type of parents, because I know some Which kids means they're having sex. Okay. I'm just saying. Everybody knows. But, no, but everybody doesn't know, because I'm like, what's a sock on the door mean? That can mean anything. That can mean, you know what I'm saying? Like stages up to having sex. You know what I mean? But anyway, go ahead. I just think we need to be very clear here. That's true. Let's just lay it all out on the table. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, basically, did they tell you they're about to have sex? Leave us alone. Type thing. And um, and actually, most of the people who answered that question said it was somewhere between a hug and a kiss and maybe an occasional grabbing of the rear end. How many people do you think? Um, this, it's weird because this one, oh, 482 people answered this one. So, about the same amount who said... Yes. Yes, because it was only a question for the ones that said yes. Okay. Oh, actually, wow. You're right. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's the same. Okay. The next question I asked was, to those of you whose parents weren't necessarily affectionate in front of you, do you wish they were? And so of those people that answered, they said yes. 65% of them said yes. They wish they were. And then the last question was, parents out there, are you intentional about letting your kids see you be affectionate with your spouse? And 77% of the parents said yes. Um, definitely. I said definitely or no. How many people was that? And that one actually was less people that voted. That one was about 500 people that voted. So maybe they're just not, I don't know. Yeah, so for me, I understand, like... The reason you can put your phone here, babe. Sorry. Um, I I understand the reasons for like being hesitant. You would just. I mean, there's a you, lot of stuff this. going on. I know there's a lot. Here. This is why we need the whole situation. We do. Yeah. Um, so if you're seeing this, if you're watching this on, uh, uh, you heard your gulp. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the good mic. 
Um, you probably be better off with this mic, honestly, because it just sits here, and that one's a little bit more. Um, so if you're watching this, we this is like our first podcast, so we got wires everywhere. You best drinking coffee. Like it's a lot going on. Um, so that's what you're hearing. Uh, if Ray didn't edit this out, because he's gonna edit this. Ray? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he mixes, so he's gonna mix it and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, nice. I, I think I'm a little kind of concerned. So I don't know my like how I'm supposed to be as a father showing you affection in front of our children whenever we get up like when we used to give hugs when theo was really small he just wedged himself in between us and was like no and basically he wanted me he wanted me to hold him and hug him and kiss him like that's what he wanted and you can see the same thing happening to anaya mm -hmm. she's just trying to wedge herself in between but she wants me yeah but she wants you and uriah was very indifferent um, but sometimes when we just hug, they'll Raya go, hey, look, they're hugging. <laughs> hey, look, they're hugging and kissing each other. <laughs> yep. And you're like, and you hear them, and it's funny. But I'm wondering, like, how much of that is he picking up and then taking on the road, you know, mm -hmm. when he goes to his friend's house? Uh, or what, is he applying it? Is he um, applying it alone when he's playing with his toys and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. um, I've seen that. And so I guess part of me like really is curious about what we are to do. Yeah, I'm freaking out. I'm like, we need to shut it all down. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't think we need to. <sighs> I mean, you know, it's always about training. You know what I'm saying? So it's about telling them why we do what we do and not so much just letting them watch. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the reason why mommy and I hug and kiss is because we are husband and wife and we're married but I think they understand that yeah they do and that's the thing and so like my response to Theo when he engaged with the young person or whatever mm -hmm. um was like yo hey man that you cannot do that you know you, you can't touch them you can't kiss them in that way it's not appropriate um and mommies and daddies do that and i did wasn't more like it wasn't so much a scolding like that wasn't my tone but i didn't really know how to understand how to explain mm -hmm. that to him and say why you know like just because you see like adults can do it you know but you can't and it just felt so rules-based but not like like heart-based or fact-based and i was like having a really hard time you know even knowing that i was doing the right thing it's check one two one two all right so where were we at um yeah i feel like it's more rules based and more like um based on what i had to say was right and wrong instead of heart based and instead of like you know this is why it's important to have boundaries dang that don't even sound right for a five-year-old what's the right way what should i have done you don't know i don't know i i don't know i'm very uncomfortable with things like this i wasn't thinking about kissing nobody at his age or anybody's age i, I was i was very much curious and like like very curious and like very much like theo as a kid and I don't know what anybody could have told me to get me to be like, 
Yeah, I'm not going to do that. The thing about Theo, I don't even know if it's, yeah, he's kind of sneaky. Yeah. And he knows how to manipulate situations. And I don't, I don't know if that's the right terminology to use, but. It is what he it knows is. how to maneuver situations in such a way where he gets what he wants or he gets to do or participate in whatever he wants, if that makes sense. Yeah, like I told him, I was like, man, if you do that again, you're not going to be able to go over that person's house anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, which I don't really, and I just, I think he was so relieved that he wasn't in trouble and getting like a spanking or anything that he was just like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Like, There'll be another time. I'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll get over this. Like, he's very much like that kid mm-hmm. who's like, yeah, this is fine. But are you mad at me right now? No? Cool. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Because even, I think the other day, I don't know if you heard, he was like, I'm going to go, we're going to go over such and such house. Are you going to kiss her? Mm. Talking to Raya. And I was like. Did you say something? Yeah. I was like, what did I tell you about that, Theo? So it's like. He's probably now wanting Ryabo to do it so that Ryabo can get in trouble. Like sometimes when he gets in trouble for something, he'll to try to love. transfer that behavior to his brother. Yeah. So that his brother then gets in trouble yeah. for it. But fortunately, Ryabo has a little bit more of a um well, if it's something he wants to do then that's yeah, I don't think Raya Bo is that kid, but he can very well be contaminated. I think him and like his best friend are very innocent and very mm-hmm. like fun based. And Theo's kind of like, yeah, but you know what? This is cool too. Mm-hmm. And so I guess you know the conversation I've been having in one of the videos I'm putting up next, um, which you, you probably already seen, is about consent and like young boys learning consent at an early age not so i mean you know for themselves of course you know what i mean but really for like their sisters their friends their their female mm-hmm. you you know what i'm saying like they can't just walk up to you and touch your breasts mm-hmm. you know um even though they used to eat from it you know what i'm saying at one point and they see anaya eating from it they still think that's kind of like their property you know and like it's a community thing um, <laughs> but it's it's not, and so we have to start. Like that's Literally why a whole family affair. Yeah, for real. Because I'm not missing mine. <laughs> I'm not missing mine. Right, but babe. but like I'm just saying, like as far as the the aspect of like them knowing boundaries and what they can and cannot do because of who they are, mm-hmm. you know, um, as as young boys. Um, and this is something my mom tried to teach me and instill into me, and I didn't really listen to my mom, you know, because of a lack of lack of respect, I think. But uh, I was very like, yeah, well, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do what the homies are doing. I'm going to do what they're doing because they're, they're winning out here and you're not, you know? Um, and I think that's why men, like boys need fathers to teach them these things and what they're responsible for being a boy, being a man, becoming a man and just knowing that um, every woman uh, needs her space, you know, and just because that's your sister or your mom or your friend, you still can't violate them and force them to give you a hug, force them to give you affection, um, 
you know, all those things. Mm-hmm. I think it's important that they know that now mm-hmm. and they, they, not that they know and learn it once, but it just becomes something that they continue to learn and know mm-hmm. forever. Like this may be a yearly conversation I have to have or a monthly conversation where I'm just like, Hey, make sure you're not violating any women, uh, and treating them, um, in a way that's going to make them feel unsafe, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because when they stand over Anaya and, you know, they're a foot taller than her and, you know, their belly button is in her, her face and they're like, give me a hug, give me a hug, hug Anaya, hug. And they get mad when she doesn't like, like those are symptoms that we have, you know, as people where we don't feel like we're getting affection. Um, but they need to understand early that just because they want something, that doesn't mean they deserve it. Yeah, like we don't owe you affection. Right. Um, let's back up though. Like why why do we feel like it's important for our kids to see us be affectionate with one another? I think that um and for me, I don't really have a like a starting point for this. You know, like my family like, I didn't grow up with my mom and dad in the home hugging and kissing. My dad and my stepmother, like, later on in life, when I noticed it, I noticed they were very affectionate. Um, but I didn't really pay attention because it wasn't my mom, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important because love is in action. And I, like, I work as a form of love. You work as a form of love. You cook as a form of love i cook as a form of love you know what i'm saying like all these things are forms of love that they need to survive you know and i think that affection is something that they need to see what like a healthy loving relationship looks like and i think that is an outward expression of what has happened inside of us you know mm-hmm. what do you think i think it's important for them to see how you like hold me, touch me, treat me, um, because you do it in a very respectful, loving way. And I think it's important for that to be modeled for them. Like, yeah. I think it's important for there to be a healthy demonstration of what um, the outward showing of love looks like, mm-hmm. um, which I think is important for them to see. I didn't necessarily grow up seeing my mom and dad like hug and kiss and stuff. I'm sure they hugged and kissed, but I don't think it was like an extreme amount of hugging or kisses. It's not something that I like explicitly remember. My dad was always very protective of my mom. Like if we spoke to her with the wrong tone, we knew we were in trouble type deal. Mm -hmm. Um, So we knew that he loved her and I knew that she loved him just by the the acts of service that they did for each other but I never actually physically saw that I don't I can't say never I didn't see it as often as I'd like our kids to see it if that makes sense what do you think is appropriate for our kids to see you think hugging you think if I grabbed your butt is that that's too much it's too much I don't know I think so because you grab my butt all the time I do yeah. <laughs> do I do it in you private? Violate, you violate all of us. Do I? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I just love your butt. I know. And their butts are so cute, too. They're, like, just so small. Yeah. I know. It's not a good look. <laughs> it's not 
It's not good. Um, and I'm, I'm very much like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah, Glenn always gets on me every time I do it. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that because it's only a matter of time before they start imitating it. I know. Is it too much? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to full on make out with you in front of our kids. And I definitely don't want to have sex with you in front of our kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. past a certain age. <laughs> yeah. Because Anaya won't leave. Yeah. Get out of the room. But, you know, sorry, yeah. Anaya. Yeah. Hopefully she doesn't ever hear this. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be scarred for life. Touching, you know, touching the butt, no, but hugging and kissing, yes. Okay, so up to a certain age, because like I grew up with some people whose parents would be like, hey, I'm putting this sock on the door means we're getting it in, so please leave us alone type thing. And those kids didn't seem scarred, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's a rough situation. I think, I think, what age do you start the sock thing? Mm. Is that like seven? Mm. Mm-mm. Middle seven, school. I think seven is cool. What? Seven years old is like first grade. You want to be sneaking around until we're how old? Theo's in middle school. How old will we be? How old is Theo in middle He's school? He's five. Yeah, he, uh, he'll he'll be uh, seven 12? is middle school. Seven is not. I'm sorry, seventh grade. <laughs> seventh grade. I'm not trying to be sneaking around for another seven years. That's seven years from now. Theo. The socks on the door. Gather your young <laughs> siblings and turn on Monsters Inc. really loud. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This is hard. Monsters Inc. because they're screaming. They scream. <laughs> so to like muffle it all out. Babe, I'm not a screamer. You're not a screamer. Babe. Okay. Anyway. You're a screamer. Babe. Let's go. Let's continue. Let's continue. Go. Edit that out, Ray. Poor Ray. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ray. Seriously. This is the first one, so we're not editing anything out. That's no, the no, perk no, for no, perk. No, 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 Patreon no, no. perk. Okay, they may not get it edited, but whoever listens to this has to edit it. This is all types of file. I'm telling Ray to edit. I'll go sit down with Ray. Ray's going to have to sit down with me, and we got to go through this. Okay. You're going to sit down with him and listen to this? No, you will not. <laughs> Go ahead. What was I saying? Okay, so let's really, I don't know. Maybe we don't need to talk about that anymore, but I am really curious, like, how much is too much? Because is me touching your butt really that bad? Um, Anything we do, they're going to try to mimic. They're going to try to mimic what we do, not why we do it. You know, okay, I don't know if this has anything to do with, like, this topic, but, like, Theo has this thing right now where he likes to pull down his pants and show his butt. Yeah. Is that unrelated? Yeah, I mean, I just Is that just a childish, like, I don't know. I I can't really tell with Theo because he's so smart. I know. I can't. I be looking at him like, are you outsmarting (laughs) me? (laughs) Or... Are you innocent? No, he's totally outsmarting. Well, he some yeah, some things he's completely oblivious, but Theo is really like I don't think you guys understand. Like you guys kind of see a glimpse of it through the videos, but when you sit down and you watch the behavior and you study this child, he is something 
different. He's a genius. He needs to be studied. He needs to be yes. like watched a hundred percent of the time. Like yes. I don't trust him alone with anybody because I just feel like manipulations in effect, and yeah. not not in like a bad way. Like he's evil, but he's just like, yo, I'm gonna get my way. Yeah, watch this. Yeah, he's. I don't think it's malicious at all, but he's definitely. Um, yeah, he's just. I I could give you all kinds of examples. Yeah. But we'll yeah. be that's another episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I I just feel like we have to be careful uh, with with what Theo sees. And do you think it's something that like flipped when he turned five? I know he's always nah, been he's like been weird since <laughs> he's been weird since a while ago. I remember remember when he used to watch Supergirl. Oh yeah, and he'd be like kissing and kissing the door and be like, "Hey, Supergirl." Oh yeah, and he used to kiss the door. And you would be sitting there like, what in the heck <laughs> is going on, man? Supergirl was probably too much for him yeah, to watch. Yeah, That show. And we were just like, oh, cool. Supergirl, cool. No problem. Turn it on. Yeah. And we didn't even know. We did know. I didn't because I didn't really watch Supergirl like that. That was your show. Yeah, we would watch that. There wasn't a lot of like that type of stuff going on, but, but there the was definitely- the second season got weird. Yeah, the second season we stopped watching it. But yeah, there was just an element of, ooh, I like you and you know. Whatever. Yeah. Protecting our kids uh, sexually is, is, is important. And then like, never mind. Okay. I don't want to, I got to stay on top. I don't know if I'm staying on topic or not. It's Will okay, you tell babe. me if I'm doing a good, bad job? I think this is free. I think what we need is, is a... the live aspect. Oh. Because the live aspect can give people an opportunity to listen and ask questions and say stuff along. And then we can kind of tailor Respond. it back. Oh, and it would be on this screen? Yeah, it could be on the screen or the new screen I get. Um, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> How married are you? For real, <laughs> we too married. We too married. I think I think there has to be some type of like we need to figure this out because I think Theo he just needs a lot of one on one time to ask questions and be free. And we have with him it especially has to be in a way that like. He doesn't feel like he's getting in trouble because my fear is that we are going to shame him or Mm -hmm. put shame on certain behaviors to the point where he's going to try to hide it from us. Yeah. And um, that makes me nervous. Yeah. That's not what we want at all. Like, like you, you've said that before, like if he's going to do stuff, you just want him to feel like he's comfortable enough to just do it in front of us. Yeah. Like he needs a safe, safe space. Safe space to you know, mm-hmm. you know, explore his body, and that is definitely his home. You know, not anybody else's house. Just imagine if he explores at someone else's house, and then someone else has to deal with it. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, here is here is his safe haven, and so. But my thing is, I'm very like, I need your help in this because I'm very much reactive when it comes to men mistreating women because I've mistreated women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, when I see it in him, just a seed, even at five, I feel like, yo, you cannot do that. You have to stop it now mm-hmm. because you could become what I became and it's going to be horrible. You know what I'm saying? So I, ha- I, I, I definitely need some counseling there. I need some counsel. I need some counsel too. Well, we need to talk to somebody. We do. We both don't need to be his parents. <laughs> Why are we talking to each other? Yeah, we need, we need to be talking to somebody else. Okay, so this no. is. 
Okay. Oh, wait, go ahead. This is the opportunity right now, if you're listening, to uh, give us some resources. Yes. If you have any resources. Yes. We are not going to do a good job if we don't have support in this area. Um, and as parents, you know, like, I think people think we have it all together and mm-hmm. we are really just figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, stumbling through. Yeah, stumbling through. And most of it is like, you know, I shouldn't have did that. It's mm-hmm. always a rebuttal. Uh, something we think about in retrospect. Um, and so what were you going to say? I was just going to say something that really encouraged me this last semester of mom's group. Um, is she said, she said, just because something's true doesn't mean it's the truth about the person or about whatever. Yeah. And that's something for me as a mom that really like helps me (laughs) because like, I don't want to say, I feel, oh, now I feel like I gotta filter myself, but I don't want to say, like, I don't want to say Theo's a perv. <laughs> oh, my. No, yeah, right. I'm sorry. I don't want to shame you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not a perv. Not a perv or a creeper right. or whatever, but, like, he's just learning. He's just curious. He's just curious. He's And, and so the, the first the first Like, born, he's a freak. Oedipus. <laughs> So you were saying that you don't want to see, like I don't, you don't want to seem like you're like Theo has malicious intentions yes. with his sexuality, yes, um, because he doesn't, yes. But some people would label that as yes, perverted behavior, yes, or like freaky type see, situations. Thank you. This yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn is so much more. So much better at like really vocal. He really understands me. Yeah, yeah. Beyond I my own understanding. Like I know what's going on in my head, and I can just say something out, and he will take it. And sometimes make it sound. because sometimes I don't know what the heck you're talking about, and we need to go sit on someone's couch. True. Real facts. talk. Okay. But anyway, you don't want to make uh, what's happening in his temporary curiosity. Yes. Um, seem like this it's gonna is be who he, he is who he as is. a person. Yes. Putting on his ID. Yes. Um, and so all these things that we once were, we have to remember like who we are. As a person, we are a process. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so our identity is no one thing that we ever were. Like, you know, just calling us a boy or a um, a girl or black, like, doesn't mm-hmm. really solidify who we are as an entity. Mm-hmm. Um, as I've grown and I've, I've matured, I've become something totally different than I started out um, as. And I think that... Um, the same is for Theo. So Theo is really trying to, dis- he's just curious and, you know, asking questions and testing boundaries. And that's very normal for a firstborn. I feel so sorry for him. Why? Because he's the first one and we yeah. have no clue what to do. Yeah. Like he- he's going to be the first kid that we encounter all these types of things with. Yeah. But you know what? Theo is the right kid for it because he's Raya very Bo is definitely not. You're right. Be kid. like, well, what are y'all mad at? <laughs> <laughs> you are so right. Theo is a good kid. But Theo for is it. the right kid for it because he's he's understanding and mm-hmm. he's but he's he very is. but he's very. I'm about to cry. I'm so emotional. Yeah. So he's understanding and. Um, oh, I'm so emotional, baby. <laughs> Guys, I swear I'm pregnant. You're not. Please don't be pregnant. I want to be. <laughs> I think we reached our mark. So I think Theo is the appropriate age of a person. I mean, the appropriate kid to be the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but firstborns, like I was, are very testy. They're curious. 
they are often liars. They are, you know what I'm saying? Like, is they, this like factual or are you just saying this? I'm saying I'm thinking about everybody know who's the first born. Glenn <laughs> be saying stuff. Everybody know who I first, who's the first born is lying. They some lies. They mischievous. I don't trust them, and Actually, I don't trust myself. Think about it. I am thinking about thinking it. about the firstborn kid, not the only child. The only child is different. Oh gosh, we know that. But the only child is is totally different, right? Usually, mom is boys and stuff like that, right? He's thinking about men. Men, I'm thinking about men for sure. Um, I'm thinking about firstborns who are male because I can't think about firstborns who are females. I don't know that many, but. Mostly, like, they're always the ones that is like, oh, we can't do that? And the parents are like, nah, you can't do that. And the second born like, we can't do that. So they make a conscious decision to do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, or they get manipulated by the firstborn to do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's going he's gonna to have a, a rough time, I think. Mm-hmm. But we need to handle him with a lot of grace and love and mm-hmm. celebration. Like there needs to be a lot of celebration for that kid. It's just such an awkward thing, but an honor. You know what I'm saying? Like a great opportunity for us. I feel like we're, you know, we're gonna be good parents in this situation because we care enough to even talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm definitely still like, man, I don't want to deal with this. Mm-mm. And you know, I don't. Yeah, I know you don't. I like the sad thing about my situation growing up is that. Sex has always been something that's um that I've associated. I don't know if I've played shame on. Like, sex has always been that awkward or sexuality, anything dealing with the spectrum or the whatever, has always been something that I've been like, oh, gross. Don't you know talk what I mean? about it. Yeah, don't like, don't think about it. Oh, what? Don't Penis. hear about it. Don't look at it. Don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking about like drill sergeant. Like I'm thinking about like what what type of things would yeah yeah like that was some that is something that we are working to fully overcome in our marriage, and so to be even dealing with this on some small component with my firstborn five year old child is very uncomfortable for me. Oh, that's what I was gonna bring up. Like for me. I this is also a topic at our mom's group. You probably hear me referring to mom's group a lot in parenting, but um, this was also a topic of discussion. Was I kind of brought up the fact that I'm I'm like, well, he's the father, so shouldn't he have to deal with like the boys and their sexuality or whatever? And um, the answer that was given back to me was pretty much no. Mm-hmm. Like they need to have both perspectives. Yeah. Um, it's just as important for them to hear from the mother as it is for them to hear from the father. And so a lot of times when these types of things come up, I'm like, that's all you. Yeah. But I do have to become like, have to come to a point where I'm more comfortable addressing these types of issues, but I feel very ill-equipped in doing that. What what are you going to do to equip yourself? I don't know. I feel like I need to read more and figure out a lot of stuff. I definitely need to figure out the anatomy of a man because, like, I remember when I was just changing the boys' diapers and I'd open up the diaper and a thing would be sticking up at me. I'd be like, what Babe, the he's hell? he's got an erection. Why does he got an erection? <laughs> what am I, am I doing something wrong? Nah, babe. He's just got an erection. That's it. And I just don't understand it. Yeah. 
I'm like, I don't understand. And then sometimes, you know, when you're bathing them or whatever and stuff happens, I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't supposed to happen. I'm your mother. Yeah, baby. It's not like that. And it's not like that. But I only associate that with sex. Yeah. It's not like that. I know. So. So. And I and I, I feel like I, I could try to help you, but I don't feel like you want to learn from me at all in that way. Why do you feel like that? Because you don't like talking about it. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about it. You are. I've been better. You have been better for sure. Gosh. I need some credit, y'all. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to the first. Are we done? Yes, Yvette. Okay, so listen, let me just say this. I don't know if we offered any answers. Not that we have answers. So I feel like the podcast should end on like a positive note. All right, we'll keep that in consideration for next time. Well, we don't have a positive note for this time. Well, you go ahead and be positive, Miss Positive. You know, I ain't got nothing nice to say. (laughs) I had a rough day. You had a rough day today? Yes, I had a rough day. Talking to the lawyers. Oh, yeah, you were talking. Okay. Go ahead and close this out, babe. (laughs) I don't have any positive. But I just want y'all to know that I really do want to have something positive to say. And I feel bad about leaving you with all of our confusion. Thank you so much for listening to the first (laughs) podcast. How married are you? I would love to know your thoughts and, you know, what you think about this whole thing. Should we continue to do something like this? Should we be a little bit more topical? We actually love this. I enjoyed this. Did you enjoy this, babe? I had fun. I like talking to you. Yeah, I like it. And so I think that uh, what we want to do next time is add a live aspect so that you can watch along and comment along as well. Uh, We're going to put this up on Anchor. We're going to leave. It's going to be on um, Apple podcast and so you can leave a comment and review there but this is something that we want to do weekly so please give us your input and thank you so much for rocking with us we need a tagline for the end protect your life and keep your network it can't be that one keep your network popping and protect your life no why don't you come up with your own this is supposed to be your thing the name of the podcast is what how married are you how married are you we that married y'all you always sound like a country bumpkin. <laughs> you take it all the way back to South Carolina. You lived there for like... <laughs> I lived there for a whole academic year. What, is, what was that line? This is how married we are, y'all. <laughs> what was it? This is how married we are, y'all. Um, that's just how married we are. Do you want me to say it in the California? that's just how married we are. And that's just how married we are. I guess. Okay. Is that the tagline? I don't know. We'll work on it. We need a tagline, y'all. Thanks for listening. Peace. Holla. <laughs> <laughs> it took you forever to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs>